My name is Terry Messenger. work with high achievers that have an innate sense that they are called to impact the world. Welcome to Terry Messenger's Genius Zone and this is the incredible place where I bring people in and open up their zone of genius so that they can truly expound their great gifts. And with no further ado, I have for you someone really super special. This is a lady that, you know, I know there's many people out there that are watching and who will watch that will absolutely love to meet this lady because this lady has many, many, many years of experience in the health industry as a natural holistic health practitioner. Now, her early beginnings come from over 28 years in the medical, in oncology and in urgent care and also behind internal medicine. So, you know, being in the lab and, and being able to really assess the, I guess, the medicine world, the world of medicine, and then coming into her natural holistic health just makes her a dream coach for those who want absolute ultimate health. So with no further ado, I am going to bring on for you the beautiful Ida. Hi, Ida. How are you? I am excited to be here with you today. Thank you so much for this opportunity. You are so incredibly welcome. So tell me, where are you? I'm in San Cloud, Florida. We are about 15 minutes from Mickey Mouse. That means you know, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. So you are just such a short distance from just down the road where my favorite, like, childhood dream would be. So that, that is absolutely incredible. So, you know, Ida, you have got, you know, a lot of experience under your belt. And you spent 28 years... Um, you know, in that study, you know, in lab, in really, I guess, scrutinising and seeing and witnessing all of where you have come from. And now today you're doing what you're doing. Can you give us a little bit of a snapshot of what your life was like then in the lab and in, in that element and where you are today? Well, my, my uh, life back then was exciting because it was a job that I loved. I do, ever since I was a little kid, I've always wanted to be something in medicine. Even in career day, I would always dress either as a nurse or as a doctor. So I was in a job that I really liked. And what I used to do, I would run the lab. That's um, When I mean run the lab in a small clinic, you have to do everything. That means you draw the blood, you prepare the blood, you test the blood, you report the results. And then I will do that early in the morning. And then during the afternoon, I'll be a registered medical assistant where I take care of patients, help the doctor with procedures, give medications and injections, start IVs and things like that. That's what I did in my job. But I, my job was a place where you can learn all the time. It was a place that something new all the time. And I was blessed with doctors that wanted to teach, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, the staff. Yeah. 
So you learned the things that was not even in your uh, job description for you to learn. That's so good. So now where are you? So, you know, that was a snapshot of then. Now give us a snapshot of now and then let's just open this up so that we're going to bring some gold nuggets to the audience. So now I'm doing, before I was doing what my job, but now I'm doing my passion because I'm actually helping people, impacting people's health in order for them to prevent, control, and reverse chronic diseases so that they can live a life where they can fulfill their purpose and they can fulfill their dreams in life and handle, especially women, because my niche is women entrepreneurs, so that that way they can deal with the demands of womanhood and the demands of the entrepreneurship. Because you know, mm -hmm. those things are, women are very busy when it comes to those two things. So that's what mm -hmm. I do, I help women, I do it from home, online, so I can make the life, I can make the schedule around my time. I can spend more time with my family, with my grandkids, you know. So it's exciting. Right now it's exciting because I get to see the impact of people's life. I get to see the results of what I'm doing. In the clinic, I I felt like I was doing and doing and doing, and I never saw my patients getting any better. Yes, I can just imagine how that would work. So, you know, I guess what I'm hearing is that you had a childhood dream and it was almost like you always imagined yourself to being a nurse and a doctor. I can so relate to that. You know, I, you know, everything really about my life now, I know that it does go back to some of those little visions of when I was a child and I find myself living out some of those dreams. So you really have to be careful what you wish for. And I will say this just in adding to that, that when you are creating goals and dreams and visions for yourself, it's really important to put a date on it because sometimes our dreams and goals can come at way, way, way down the track. But the fact is if you've dreamt them, they'll probably, and you've given enough power to them, they'll probably will happen. Now, it is my belief, Ida, that when people are really stepping into their zone of genius and you pointed out that now, you are living your passion. Now you are living under your terms. And this is a really interesting one uh, for coaches out there to understand and, of course, people that want this natural health to also um, look at, that when you are living your mission, your vision and your purpose, that something changes incredibly. So I would like you um, to tell me, now this is what I say, that what a person stands for in their passion, in their heart and in their ultimate goals usually is a reflection of pain. So the pain of your story can be transmuted into your glory. So I would love to open up about how your passion and your pain are both related and what actually was the, I guess, the, the seed that got the ball rolling for you to be now this wonderful, holistic, natural health practitioner. So let me tell you my story because my story started since I was a kid. I was born premature with a lot of difficulties, health difficulties. So through all my childhood, I was in and out of hospital. In and out of, of you know doctors' offices, I was suffering asthma. They, I had a murmur in my heart. 
I was suffering as a child of hypertension, which means high blood pressure. Okay, I have uh, eczema. I was uh, had braces on my legs because my legs were bold like this, so they needed to put braces to straighten it up. They removed it when I was seven years old. So since I was a little, I was in and out of the doctor's office. But I was blessed that I got real nice doctors and nurses taking care of me all the time. But I was in and out all the time. So as I become an adult, everything clear up, but with the exception of the blood pressure. The blood pressure did not clear up, okay? But as a teenager, you know, you don't take care of yourself. As a young adult, you're not taking care of yourself like you're supposed to. You know, after mama is away from you, that's the one that's taking you to the doctor, stuff like that, then you don't do what you're supposed to, you know, as a human being. You know how it is. The thing was that by the age of 30, I suffer a major stroke. Okay, that paralyzed. You suffered from a, a stroke? Wow. Yes, that paralyzed all my left side. Okay, all my left side got paralyzed. I, had, I was a single mother at the time with my daughter and uh, didn't have insurance because I was working in a small clinic where the staff was less than 15 in here in the United States. They don't need to offer you uh, insurance unless you have a staff higher than 15. And mm -hmm. when it was doing real good, then the doctor offered to give the insurance, but because all the ladies were married and they were getting insurance by their husband, they decided they wanted the $3 uh, raise in their, so I didn't have insurance or anything like that. So I came out of the uh, the hospital after 12 days in the hospital to go to a rehab and do some physical therapy to regain my movement. And I was not able to afford it. So I have to learn how to do it all on my own. I learned whatever they taught me there in the class and then I have to do it at home myself with some right. of friends to get me back into health. But that didn't stop there because after that, my health was getting worse and worse because I started with three pills by the end of all this ordeal, I was taking 19 pills a day. So imagine yourself taking 19 pills a day. I look like a drug addict, honestly. I don't know if you have the cartoons, you know, the cartoons from Dom and Terry where they had to put the toothpick in their eyes. That's how I feel yeah. all the time because all the side effects that I have to do with the different uh, 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 pills that I had to take. So that happened, and little after that, I gained a lot of weight. I was almost 300 pounds, size 20 in clothes. And by then, my daughter became an adult, and I had my son. I had my son when I was 36. That was another ordeal because my whole pregnancy, I spent half of the time in the hospital. The last six weeks of my pregnancy, they hospitalized me to hold the baby in, and they had to do an emergency C-section at 36 weeks. So my son was only a two-pound baby. Wow. So, so what I'm hearing is there is a life full of uh, health issues here that have really, I guess, when someone is struck down by someone, you know, something like this, it gives them that, you know, I guess that that passion to really do something about it, to, to stand, you know, in your power and to say I am not going to tolerate this anymore so what I'd love to ask you is what have you done that has made an incredible difference in your life and in the lives of others that you know perhaps a few gold nuggets that you can see has been the real turning point of you know creating your epic journey and what you've created you know, out of where you've come from? 
what, what really turned my life into searching for something different was the day that I saw my granddaughter being born. Because when I saw my granddaughter being born, and my, daughter, my son was seven years old at the time already, I said to myself, I need to do better because otherwise I'm not going to live long enough in order to you know, be able to see them grow. I was in the hospital every other, every other month. It was so mm -hmm. much decisions that I was getting because my blood pressure would get high. The medication they give me, like my body will not tolerate it. It will work for a few months and then it will stop working. So I get hospitalized because I will go in with chest pain and I will come back with another pill and another pill and another pill and another pill and nothing is happening. So when my granddaughter was born, I said to myself, something I got to give. Something had to change. And I started doing some my own research into natural medicine, Ayurveda, functional medicine, you know, you name it. And I researched everything that I could. And as I researched and I started to implement some of the things of my own life, I saw some changes. So I decided to go back to school and become mm -hmm. a holistic practitioner. So when I went back to school and I became a holistic practitioner, I started to, you know, to create a formula on how I can apply this into my life so I can change. Mm -hmm. I something that I learned into what I was going to school is that we have more control of our health outcomes than we think of. We have a yes. lot of control of our health outcomes that we think of. We have to think of ourselves as a CEO, you know, the same way before we can lead or anything else, before we can be an entrepreneur, before we can have followers, the first thing that you need to lead is yourself. So if you think about your health as you're the CEO of your health, Think about your body. Let's pretend that we are talking about a, a, a company. So pretend that your body is a company. So this company right here is Ida's company. So my cells are my employees. Okay, I love that. I my love organs that. are my tools and machinery. Yes. My systems are departments. And my lifestyle and nutrition is a human resources uh, uh, division. So I've when I when I think like that, if I'm the owner of the company, I'm the CEO, and I'm giving my employees what they need in order for them to work in optimal health so they can be productive, it's like your business. Are you giving your team the tools that they need for them to be productive and do the things that you ask them from? The same thing goes for your body. Yes, and I love that metaphor because, you know, and I also love the fact that, you know, you've been able to look at what, you've done and if you can see in the comments i have placed in there firstly that your passion is has also come from your why seeing your grandchild and then going you know something's got to change here and guys when you find your why just as ada has found hers you don't have to be in despair about you know where you are in your life it doesn't matter what is happening it doesn't matter how bad i mean ada had a stroke at the age of 30 i mean that must have been absolutely devastating and you know to be in that you know, position where you felt so helpless and also then, you know, having a grandchild and suddenly seeing that grandchild and going, you know, I want to be here, I want to be around, I want to be healthy, you know, that is your why. And when you know your why, and guys, I want you all to listen to this because your story will be your own story. So whether it is a story of broken down relationships, whether it is a story of poverty, 
whether it is a story of ill health, whether it is a story of, you know, broken karmic relationships that keep repeating over and over again. Here is the magic. You can take your story and like Ida, you can convert it into your glory. Now, when you convert your story into your glory, guess what? There is something very magical that happens. Can I share this, Ida? Yes. So what happens is when we are going along in life, and we are really in so much pain, whether it is emotional, physical, or spiritual. There are two things we can do. We can just take it as this is the pain that we're going through and just work through it until eventually it kind of changes and then attract it back to ourselves again. Or we can choose to stop, look, and listen and in that moment of when we stop and we step back and and we look at it okay here is Ida's story Ida was sick from a little child she had good experiences with nurses and doctors and she kind of had this dream as you know in a vision that even she would be that person and maybe even played that role as a child like we do when we're growing up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the next part is then moving into her role um, in the labs and all of this. And this is where your jigsaw of your life comes together. And then just fast-forwarding through to where you are now, you know, being this person who is now creating this epic program to help other people at that holistic level to heal their lives. And, you know, you have a mission underneath that, and that mission is your why. That is when you said, I am not going to do this anymore. I am not going to stand for this anymore. So can you tell me what... Uh, this is helpful for you and it's also helpful for other people watching. If you want to think about your story now, like there was once an old story, that old story may have been, you know, I'm always sick or I'm always in pain or I'm always suffering or whatever it is or this is genetical or this is happening to me or, you know, that story. Can you identify what the old story was Pre your holistic days of being this, you know, empowered coach, like what was your old story when you think about it? When I think about my old story, I was, I was always afraid of dying, especially after I got that stroke. Because every single time that I went to the hospital, I didn't just have one stroke. After that, I have several TIAs, which is transient ischemic attacks, which is our small, small strokes. So I was always in a fear of dying. Mm. And not because I have a fear of where I'm going after that. I'm a Christian and I believe, you know, that, but the fear that I'm not going to be here and I'm going to miss out and I was not going to be able to do my purpose and do the mm. thing that I wanted to do. I'm not, I, mean, I was not going to be able to live my dream. And that's the way I was thinking before. Now, the way I think now is that in, my, in the way that I think that God used that in order to give me the strength, the knowledge and ability to be able to 
be able to impact many people's lives. So that they do the same thing that I went through. Absolutely. That is, I love that. I love that. So, you know, um, I, I, what I'm hearing is that that old story, even though you didn't say it in so many words, I'm going to help you out here because let's just really, even though you have identified it, you've dealt with it, and I know you're an empowered coach and you've moved on from it, but I also want to help the viewers who are listening who may be in that same situation. But the old story, as you heard Ida say, is that she was always in a fear of dying and that fear of death. It's it's almost like that fear. Uh, you don't just have that fear because you're having a great day and telling yourself how healthy and wonderful and beautiful and, you know, great life is and, and, and how empowered you feel inside your body. You are, if you feel something, if you feel a fear like, what Ida has just talked about. And in our world at the moment, especially with what's going on in the world, you know, with this pandemic and everything, there is a, so much fear. There is so much going on. So, you know, you've got to say when you're in fear, you are telling yourself something, whether you like it or not. Now, here is what I would suggest to viewers to do. If you are in any kind of fear, um, and in Ida's case, it was that fear of dying, you would write that down. I have been. Now, notice I put have into it because have is a word that we put into the past. That is putting it behind. So even if you are still going through it, I want you viewers to put that into the past. I have been in fear of it might have been you know, not being good enough, losing my relationship, not having enough money, fearing death, fearing the virus, fearing whatever it is. Put it down on paper and then write, even though I have had that fear. And then say it again, what you had. I truly love and value myself. Now, once you do that, writing that down, then I want you to claim the new story. Now, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to ask Ida the question because this relates to where Ida is in her life now as a empowered, holistic health practitioner. So tell us, what is your new story? What do you say now about your health? That I have the control of my health. I have a saying that I always say that the doctor is is, is is responsible of my sick care, but I am responsible of my health care. Or when I say to people, I say to my clients, I say the doctor is responsible of your hair care, of your sick care, but you are responsible of your health care. You, we have more control than you think of of the outcomes of your health. And because I know that I have that control, all you need to do in order to become a CEO is to first, if you look at the letter C, I just need to make that choice. I mean, that choice that I'm going to take care of myself. Yes. And create a lifestyle. I love that. Then, I absolutely love that. Then I so, go to the Yes. Sorry, keep going, keep going. I just got excited, that's all. <laughs> then you go to the letter E. 
And that means get educated. So I did that. I want to get all the information in order for you to know how to take care of yourself and know how you can take control of your body. Send me the CEO, go and learn every department in the in the company. Then we have to learn how is that my body works? What is my health history? What is my family health history? So I know what things I need to prevent. What are the foods that are good for me? What are the foods that are not good for me? You know, what kind of prevention testing that I need to get done every year? So on and so forth. And I need to learn how to cook. Everything that you need to do, you learn it with the E. And then with the O, once now that you make the choice and now you know the information, now you get organized. Now that you have yeah. a strategy on how you want to get that done. I and love that. That CEO of your health and lifestyle. I love that because what you've just done is totally nailed it in the emotional intelligence of being able to, you know, take control over your health of your body. And I would really like to just bring some, uh, I guess, some real strong rock solid um, theory of my own and my husband, who is also a doctor of chiropractic, actually. And that is that your body is the miracle. Your body is actually the living miracle and therefore because it was born, because it was formed in the mother's womb, because it was created as every molecule and cell, it was laid down as your breath and your nervous system operates, that's where you can take that full control. Like Ida has just said, do you know how she said she was once in fear of death and that was her old story and now she has a new story and that is she is in control of her own health. And by doing that, she has done something then very prevalent. So, guys, if you're watching this, whether it's on the replay or whether it's live, this is what I'd like you to do. I would like you to go through that writing down of even though this is what I was, like I have had this fear and obviously then reinstating and reclaiming. So <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting so excited that I'm falling over my own words here. So like what Ida said, her new story is that she is now in control of her own health. What is your new story? Write that down. Say now my new story and claim it as in I am. So, you know, let me hear you say this, Ida. I am in control of my health. I am in control of my health. I am <laughs> in control of my health. I'm my life. <laughs> and you know what? The, the other thing too that I loved what you said is that you also asked yourself a lot of what questions. So, guys, this is how I would like to kind of finish up this before we're going to ask Ida for some uh, gold nuggets and then we're going to conclude and we're going to find out how we can get to jump on board of Ida's programs as well. But what I would like you to think about is this. So now you've put the old story, you've really got clear about your old story. Now you have reinstated and you're claiming your new story with the I am. I am in control. I am rich. I am healthy. I am divine. 
Now you need to ask yourself the what questions. What do I need to do now? What is it that I need to do to be ultimately healthy? What do I need to eat? What do I need? What If you ask yourself a what question every day, retaining and around what it is that you want to call in, like whether it's money or health or relationship, whatever it is, ask yourself, wake up in the morning. I know I say, what can I do today to bring the greatest to the world above my own self? What can I do? Ask yourself those questions. And um, this is really uh, mysterious, but we have viewers, which is... um, yeah, which is amazing. And so this is going to go also live to the podcast. So in closing, I would love, Ada, to give you the floor for about a minute where I'm going to ask you to share three gold nuggets with the audience about how they can holistically move their health for the better and some simple and practical tools that they can apply to their lives. Is that going to be okay? Yes. I have, there's three things that are essential in order for you to become that CEO of your health that you want to be. Those three things that you need to do. When you do those three things, you have the time to do anything else because the main thing why people don't take care of themselves because they don't have the time. I don't have the time to do this. I don't have the time to do that, especially a woman because we have so many roles. So there's three things that you really need to do. The first thing that you need to do is take care of your spiritual self. How do you do that? You create, I like to do that by creating a morning routine where I wake up in the morning and the first thing that I do is I give give thanks because I'm alive. That's the first thing that I do. I give thanks because I'm alive. And then I will write in my journal three things where I'm grateful for that day. I will do my devotional in the morning. Because it's so important, you know, your spiritual is what tell you who you are, who tell you, uh, you know, it's what keep you alive, what telling you, what giving you the strength of life and what tell you what value, what is the value of your life. For example, because I'm, I believe that I, I'm a child of God and I know that for me, God is a king. I believe that I am a princess because I am a princess. I value myself because I know I'm a princess. Nobody's going to give me any way they want. So it is important for you to know your value. It's an example. It's like buying a, a dress in Walmart or going to Macy's. You know that the one in Macy's is going to be better quality. Why? Because you know the source. So knowing our source is very important for us. Not only that, that when you take care of your spirit, you're taking care about gratefulness. You're taking care about forgiveness. And please, forgiveness is something that you need to do in order to prevent diseases. Because when you don't forgive, you what you're doing is you're renting a, renting a space to somebody in your brain that is not going to let you move forward in your life. It's not going to let you move forward. Not, not only that, but it's been scientifically proven that when you have unforgiveness in yourself, in your, in your mind, that will mutate your cells and cause cancer cells. So that's why it's so important for you to take care of your spirit. And you want to put that in your calendar, in your agenda. Before you put anything for work, anything for your business, or anything like that, it, all your routines that have to do with working your spirit need to be already plugged in into your calendar. The second thing that you want to do is self-care. And how you do self-care? You want to make sure that you're exercising every day, 
You want to make sure that you're sleeping eight hours every day. If you have any, any issues sleeping, make sure that you create a routine around sleeping time that will help you sleep. For example, you want to disconnect of all the technology. You want to be uh, take maybe a warm bath. Okay, put a diffuser with some lavender, maybe put some lavender essential oil in your pillow. Uh, prepare some chamomile or ashwagandha or valerian tea. Okay, and then listen to a sleeping meditation tape. If you like me, that sometimes I have so many ideas because I'm so creative and I have so many things in my mind. I like to journal at night also and dump, like I, what I call it, dump my brain in it so that I can. Uh, you know, take everything out and I'll be able to rest because rest is essential. When we are resting is when all the metabolic processes and the detox in our body is happening. So self-care is essential when it comes to sleeping. The next thing that you want to make sure that you do is to eat right. And what I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you something that you're going to remember real fast. And and it sounds kind of uh, uh, obscene, but it's not. It's called eating no crap. No crap. What it means is see. No carbonated drinks. I mean, no soda, no pops. You know, soda has a lot of sugar. Okay. And what is sugar? What is soda? Soda is a combination of chemicals with color and flavor and tons of sugar. So it's not giving any nutritional value to your body, but it's making your body acidic. Okay. And you have toxins that is causing for your body to get free radicals and oxidative stress, which is a process of oxidation and damage to your cells that increase inflammation. So you don't want to drink sodas, any sodas. The second thing that you want to do are for refined sugars. You don't want any refined sugars because we need sugar in order for us to, to, to create energy. But what happens is, is the excessive, excessive amount of sugar that we are consuming. And why are we consuming that excessive amount of sugars? Because the food industry hides sugars in the food without you don't knowing. Do you know that the food industry use sugar for more than sweetening the food? They use it to make the food bulky. They use it to give color to the food. They use it to uh, give preservative to the food. So sometimes you don't know that you might be uh, eating a salty snack and you have no idea that it has tons of sugars. For example, there's a, a snack here in America called Doritos that is salty. Okay, but it, it, but you, do you know that it has three different type of sugars? It has three different type of sugars, plus it's a corn tortilla that is a carbohydrate that's going to turn into a sugar. So you have four type of sugars, and you didn't know, and you thought it was just a salty snack. Why, why the food industry does that? Because they have given 75 different names to sugars. So you do not recognize it when you're reading the labels. Wow. <laughs> Don't recognize it when you're reading the label. So sometimes, and another thing, when you're reading labels of food, the food, the ingredients are in order of amount. So whatever said in the first three letters, that's what you have in the, in the first three words. So if you are having something that is garlic with rice and garlic, and you find that you said so many names and then garlic rice, at the end, that means that it have contains a whole bunch of garbage with a little bit of rice and garlic. So you want to make sure also that you're doing a lot of water. You're supposed to have your body weight in ounces of water in a day so you can keep your body hydrated, okay? Then the A in craft means no artificial flavors, no artificial uh, colors, and no artificial sugars. Artificial sugars are carcinogens, so it's not helping you. Knowing that the, because the body is not getting the sugar, it's going to keep you hungry, so it's going to make you gain weight. So those people that go to McDonald's and have a hamburger and French fries and then a, a, a diet soda, 
they do nothing. Okay? So no artificial flavors. Okay? No artificial flavors because artificial flavors, you don't know where the heck they put in. What kind of chemicals that they use to create that flavor is nothing natural. Okay? And then artificial colors, those artificial colors are causing hyper, uh, they're causing uh, some type of autism and it's causing also uh, um, hyperactivity in children. They said that if you eliminate all the artificial colors in their food, you can control a little bit of their hyperactivity. So you don't want not to mention that all these toxins need to be cleared by your liver and your kidneys. So you're giving a load to your liver and your kidneys. Yeah, that and is so good. So cleansing. So so would you highly recommend that people? Um, I know that I love doing spiritual cleanses, and you know there is the ability to be able to clear out and purify ourselves because, you know, Deepak Chopra says that the cells of your body are eavesdropping on your thoughts. So all of these practical, Ida loves that, all these practical things like those three. Now, we've given you lots of gold nuggets here today, guys, and what I'd like to say is this. From the mindset part of it, and I know Ida does this, I know this is what I do, um, you can easily, naturally and effortlessly be able to make this change to go back to your primitive switch and to switch on your natural metabolism and desire for food and your hunger switch that will allow you to be able to eat the right food, and do all these things naturally, easily, and effortlessly. But you'll need to join um, one of our programs in order to do that. So we're going to talk about Ida's program and to in closing. So Ida, you know, where will people, if you just give us one platform and then you can drop links in the comments afterwards, um, where is the best place for people to find you? It's on my Facebook group, which is called Biohacking Tools for an Everlasting Health. Biohacking Tools for an Everlasting Health. I love that. And uh, what sort of things, you obviously do all these like rituals and everything, um, you know, do you do it uh, weekly or how often do you sort of come into the group? Um, I, I do a, a weekly a weekly um, life. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yep, yep. And so you can join Ida's group, Biohacking Tools for an Everlasting Health. I love that. And I would love to really say thank you um, to you for bringing forth, you know, your wealth of experience you know, you know, because everybody's experience, you are so valuable. Everybody watching this is so valuable. And isn't it great to know that every hardship, every pain and every part of your old story can be transmuted into your new glory. So it'll be worth going back and watching this and picking up those um, great gold nuggets. And I want to thank you so much, Ida. If I can ask you to wait backstage and any last words you'd like to share to the audience. I want to make sure that they know that they have more control than they think and that they remember 
that they will remember that don't leave your control to somebody, which is a doctor, that's going to see you maybe 15 minutes every three months, and you're giving them all the control of your health to that one person. That they have 30 people before you, 30 people after you, and a computer that they have to put everything in. Do you think that they're going to be able to concentrate on your health? No. That's why I always say that the doctor is responsible for your sick care, but you, the one watching over here yourself, are responsible of your health care because you have the control to be that CEO of your health that you need to be in order for you to fulfill all your dreams and desires and be able to do everything that you want to do in life. Oh, wow. That is bravo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So take control. Be the master of your destiny and the captain of your soul. Thank you so much, Ida, and I'll see you backstage in a moment. Wasn't that just incredible? So, guys, please get in contact with Ida if you would like to be part of her free Facebook group. And I would also like to say to you that if you want to tap into your zone of genius, if you want to learn how to turn your story into your glory, if you are someone who is out there and you're a coach and you are wanting to develop the, the greatest program, then you can brand your brilliance, package up your knowledge and your experience, and I can help you weave that together and platform you and help you to develop that mission, vision, and purpose that is within you. And uh, I will drop my link for you to have a heart-to-heart -heart chat. So thank you until our next uh, live and podcast. I will see you.